0: Everyone knows a lonely neighbor or a single mom that's overwhelmed or someone that has been just constantly sick and just needs the encouragement. Sure, uh, Surprise flowers left on your doorstep can (laughs) make a world of difference for someone that's struggling. So I think the flowers have probably been my favorite project with Mm -hmm. the garden in general.
1: Hello and welcome to the Finding Idaho podcast where we jump into the Boise area real estate market we bring in small businesses and just talk about Idaho life in general. Today, we have a very special guest. This is my lovely wife, Nellie. If you watch the introductory video and audio podcast, you got to see her already. Um, and I think you joined us for one other one as well with uh, oh, yeah. Stage to Impress, right? That's right? So this is her third appearance on the podcast. All kinds of excitement going on. <laughs> Lucky me. Uh, but today we're actually here to talk a little bit about what Nellie has been doing in the community. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of what's uh, what you've been going on doing and how long you've been doing it.
0: Okay. Uh, so our home church, Calvary Chapel Meridian, here in Meridian, Idaho, has 8.3 acres that has been sitting waiting for us to build. And I kept thinking about that land and wondering if a portion of it could turn into a garden.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So we pitched the idea to the pastors, and they got excited about it. And they gave us the back corner acre of the lot, which is where the name came from for the corner garden. And in uh, 2020, the year the world went crazy, we put (laughs) up a fence, and we started working on the weeds and um, brought in some topsoil. And in 2021, we had our first growing season, Um, major project. We had to bring in water. We did have pressurized irrigation Mm -hmm. available to us, but that ground had never grown anything that we know of. Um, So we were definitely starting from ground zero. Sure. Um, We got some people in the church that got excited with us, and we had wonderful help it was a year of pulling weeds and putting seeds in the ground to see what would happen. Uh, and
1: picking rocks out of the ground, as I oh, recall. Oh, <laughs> the
0: rocks. We could call it the rock garden. That would work. Uh-huh. We ended up growing uh, 1,500 pounds of vegetables, and we gave away about 50 flower arrangements to people in the community. Um, it did... M- Far better than we thought it would mm-hmm. the first year, even though we made lots of mistakes and sure. learned a lot. So here we are in 2022, and the garden is in its second growing season. Uh, we have a major goal this year of hitting 3,000 pounds of produce that Whoa. we grow. We added in a pumpkin patch this year, mm-hmm. and squash and corn, and um, we also would like to give away 200 flower arrangements to people in the community.
1: That's a lot. It is. So a four times in over increase yes. from what you did last year.
0: The only rule that we have for people that come pick up an arrangement is that they have to give it away. Mm-hmm. So we had people last year that would actually take them to um, the hospitals. Mm. They would go deliver to the local nursing homes. We right. had people that everyone knows a lonely neighbor or yeah. a single mom that's overwhelmed or someone that has been just constantly sick and just needs the encouragement sure. and uh, surprise flowers left on your doorstep can <laughs> make a world of difference for someone yeah. that's struggling. So I think the flowers have probably been my favorite project mm-hmm. with the garden in general. Uh, we now have about nine families that help consistently at the mm-hmm. garden and they'll come and spend a couple hours a week helping us plant or Kill squash bugs or (laughs) uh, fertilize or, you know, whatever needs to be done. And um, I think there's just a lot of joy that can come from gardening as a community.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you mentioned uh, pumpkins this year. Yes. um, Corn. um, What else? And squash. Mm -hmm. uh, What else are you growing right now in the way of food? Oh, my Lots of flowers, um, obviously, too. but
0: Yeah. Our tomatoes are just sitting a little bit this year. Uh, if you live here in the area, you know that we had one of our rainiest, coldest springs that I can mm. ever remember. So our plants got a really late start, but they're working now. The heat is kicking in. Uh, we've got lots of peppers going and um, sweet potatoes. We've got cucumbers and Plenty of different varieties of squash, Mm -hmm. Uh, green beans, corn, cabbage. You're putting me on the spot. I'd have to look at my list. But we did a lot. I think we had about uh, over 60 varieties Mm -hmm. that we planted this year. Um, We're just enjoying seeing, you know, what thrives Mm -hmm. every year. It's a different crop that does really well, and something else will flop. It's gardening. But I think doing it with other people and working side by side and something as simple as pulling weeds, it's extremely therapeutic Mm -hmm. to see progress be made in an area. And um, the before and after is really fun.
1: It's fun. Well, and I would say, you know, I, I used to absolutely dread pulling weeds when my mom would send me out to the garden or anywhere else. And that was my Or job. your wife. Or Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but <laughs> I'll complain about what mom made me do as a kid, but uh. – Safer. It's a lot safer. But uh but no, I, I I've always dreaded that, but doing it at the community garden when we've got those um we, we do these community uh gardening nights, mm-hmm. you know, where everybody that's able to show up within a certain period of time shows up. And it's it's a lot of fun. You know, we we joke around and mm-hmm. we have a good time and you have the opportunity to just chat with each other, get to know people and um and it it certainly goes by way faster when I'm doing that as far as that time, you know, I'll look down. We already been pulling weeds for 30 minutes. Right. Um, You know, so it's it's certainly there's something fun about having that community aspect. So uh, so you have you said nine families that are involved?
0: Yes, I believe we we have people that constantly, you know, pop in and out as their uh-huh. summer schedule allows, and some people prefer to go early in the morning and be there by themselves and sure. just enjoy the sound of the birds and get some weeding done before they head off to work. Mm-hmm. Others come in the late evening. Best times to garden. Probably for not sure. many people
1: coming at uh, three in the afternoon. No, I think not we've here. Got some triple digit days. Uh, yeah, no. Nope. This week, so
0: nope. we avoid that. Um, it's been really encouraging to see families get on board and mm-hmm. kids start coming out. You know that we've started adding some uh, things for the kids at the garden. We just right. put up a huge teepee and planted flowers around it so that they can sit in that once that grows. Um, we just added a rock uh, and wood uh, tic-tac-toe table for mm-hmm. them, and we've
1: got plans for I just for beat more. my three-year-old this morning at tic-tac-toe, just yes. so you all know. Yes. Um, I'm pretty proud of that, so... <laughs>
0: We are attempting to uh, keep to an organic schedule with the mm-hmm. garden um, in all of our methods and uh, products that we use out there. We want it to be as natural as possible, which means a lot of it has to be done by hand. Sure. But it's very rewarding, and we know that we're not harming anything else, especially the bee population. So mm-hmm. um I have very much enjoyed this project. I'm very thankful that our church was willing to uh, allow us to do this, and they've financially backed us, and they've just been very encouraging with everything that we've put forth sure. in the garden.
1: So uh, one of the things that's, I think, my favorite part of the garden – I know you love the flowers, and mm-hmm. I can appreciate what the flowers do because that's that's an awesome way to to really touch people Within the community yes. and and hopefully be a, a blessing to them. Yes. Uh, but the fruit is kind of what I'm excited about. So tell us a little bit about what you have in the realm of the perennial fruit okay. going on.
0: So we just added in our uh, grapevines. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a long-term project. They're going to take a few years to really um, – Get somewhere as far as harvesting for us. But we finally put in the grapevines, we put in uh, some raspberry plants, and we're continuing to build raised beds. And each raised bed will be a different fruit type. So we'll Mm -hmm. have blueberries down the road, and we'd like to add boysenberries and um, especially keep it up front in the garden so that the kids can be very involved Mm -hmm. in the berry picking. We know at our own home our 3-year-old wakes up at 6 every summer morning and the first thing she wants to do is go pick raspberries. Yes.
1: She picks her raspberries for breakfast she every does. single morning.
0: And that's what we hope the garden is that yeah. uh, not only people from our own church but people in the community can come in the mornings and come with their cup of coffee and sit among the flowers and enjoy the the fruit and mm-hmm. um and hopefully join us, you know, in keeping the garden going and sure. tending and, and having that um, ownership mm-hmm. in creating something in this space.
1: Mm-hmm. So you uh, you forgot to mention the two apple trees and oh, two yes. uh, peach trees as right. well, right? Uh, apricots. Oh, apricots. close. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. We did from start- from
1: Prunus family. I knew that.
0: We did start a little orchard. Again, it's, you know, it's the long game. Uh-huh. Uh, but they are they're thriving. They're doing well. It just we have takes a total time. Of
1: six apples, I counted. This Did morning. you? Yes.
0: Well, I think there's seven. Oh. So don't shortchange me. Okay. I think there's right, seven all right. on the I tree.
1: Understand. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about those though. Yes. Too. <laughs> yes.
0: I think those are on the
1: Honeycrisp. Yes. Tree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about. And, yes. And no worms or anything that I uh, saw either. No. So. But we'll stay on top of those. That's something I'm excited to be able to kind of be a part of uh you know pruning the trees and the grapevines and I've learned a decent amount at our house and uh, ready to kind of jump in there and and work on them yeah. too so excited for for what's to come yes so uh about how much space do you have left to I mean I know being out there there's still a decent amount of of a weed patch mm-hmm. going on yes um so about how much space, Percentage-wise, would you say that you still have and what's the plan uh, going forward with with that space next year or or in years to come?
0: If I had to guess, I would say that out of our one acre of space, we probably have about 65% that's being used Mm -hmm. right now. The rest – Is obviously uh, something that we need to tackle as far as the weeds. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were working with extremely clay soil when we began, so we had to bring in compost. We've brought in um, anything that will help worm castings and fertilizer and, you know, any organic matter that we can get our hands on. So that is a slow process Mm -hmm. to change that soil into something that we can use (laughs) and not uh, be fighting. You know, clay doesn't absorb water so that is our goal is to by next year be at a place where that weed patch as we call it is fully planted Mm -hmm. and we're adding in new raised beds it's just it's very expensive actually to get a garden up and going if you're going to be doing a lot of trellising like we do we try to keep our crops up off the ground to avoid disease and issues like that so uh, ca- cattle panels and wood for raised beds, mm-hmm. and our dream someday is to own our own little tractor, Woo-hoo. so that we're not borrowing from. That's people. my dream too,
1: mostly for playing, but I think oh, it'll be useful. But
0: a little tractor <laughs> and a uh, greenhouse, a uh, uh,
1: cold frame. Yes, thank there you. you.
0: That is what we would love to see out yeah. there. I think more people could make use of it. It could really be well used.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So switching gears here a little bit. Uh, with the harvest, you talked about the flowers and kind of um, what what the goal is with those. Um, how would somebody be part of that um, if they have somebody that they know of, a, a neighbor or, or loved one? Sure. That they want to give a bouquet of flowers to. How do they go about actually getting that?
0: So normally midweek, we put a note on our Instagram account and our Facebook page, which is uh, Instagram is CCM underscore garden. Mm -hmm. Facebook is the corner garden, but they are connected. So you'll find them in both places. And
1: we'll have those linked below too in the description.
0: We put a note out telling people, hey, we're going to have 10 arrangements available this Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. If you would like to have one, please send us a private message. We'll get you the pickup instructions. Mm -hmm. We normally can't say yes to everyone every week that wants one, but we try to uh, pick them up the next week if possible, trying to get the most that we can arranged every weekend. Normally those are picked up on Saturday mornings. And again, the only stipulation is you just give it away. Mm -hmm. The food is completely given away except for the families that help us at the garden. They are allowed to take their weekly vegetables, Mm -hmm. whatever their family can make use of. And then anything past that point, we actually give away on Sunday mornings at our home church, Calvary Chapel Meridian, uh, in a little spot we call the Garden Table. Mm -hmm. And it's set up where home gardeners from our church can bring whatever extra they have Anything from eggs and herbs to flowers and plants and veggies and fruits. And Mm -hmm. it also is where we give away everything from the corner garden. So by August and September, we're bringing buckets and Mm -hmm. boxes of uh, tomatoes and peppers and potatoes. Yeah, It's really fun Mm -hmm. to be a part of. And that's completely given away to anyone that can make use of it. Sure. So that's probably my second favorite <laughs> from the garden. Yeah,
1: and I've I've loved to see that. You know, um, last year, as I recall, I don't remember um, what what it was exactly, but somebody came and they they grabbed a bunch of stuff that was kind of left over. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had taken things on Sunday. It was toward the end of the season where there was just tons. Um, but then they went and uh, made um, some. Jam out of you know one of the fruits oh. I think and then brought it back the next week. Yes, uh, which was really fun because she she brought several uh, things Panned. of jam. Yeah, and items to, to. I think give that
0: happened out. with salsa a few times oh, too. Sure. They would take the leftovers and bring it back in a different yeah. form.
1: In a different, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, as far as the families that help, they you say they can take their weekly allotment, so they're not taking. Stuff to go can or, or right. something like that. They're taking what they can actually use. Yes, uh, for the week. Yes, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, how does somebody get involved on that level as far as a family is concerned? Um, both, you know, with what they can do this year, and maybe you know, I know right now from talking to you, those kind of positions are filled up. We can only mm-hmm. have so many people that are in that capacity. Right. Um, But talk a little bit about what that capacity does look like, that requirement, um, you know, and then how people can maybe get involved both this year and in future years if they wanted to try to get one of those spots, I guess.
0: This year, we've set up a waiting list. And those people on the list um, are those that – perhaps are already helping us this year, mm-hmm. not in a gardener's position, but they're just popping in to see how the garden works. Will they get first shot at becoming a gardener next year, mm-hmm. being one of our committed families. Of those committed families, we ask that they give us at least three hours a week, and they can do it, like I said, very early mornings, evenings. They can come to the group times. It can be on their own schedule for whatever works for their family. Mm-hmm. Some choose to bring their kids with them, some come husband and wife team. Some just enjoy coming alone. <laughs> for sure. It all works. Yep. Um, but the waiting list is helping us to figure out who wants to be involved next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start contacting people roughly in March, not only the gardeners from this year, to say, do you still want to be with us next year? Is that going to work for you? Mm-hmm. Also, those who haven't had a chance yet and say, we have this many open spots. Would you like one of them? Mm-hmm. You commit May through October, and you do need to be there for our planting days in May. It's very important. And then the last thing we ask for is that you just come and help us put the garden to bed, as we call it, in October. Sure. But everyone goes on vacation in the summer. We know that. We do as well. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of flexibility. If you're going to be gone for two weeks, you can make up your time before or after. The whole goal is just sharing the load of the work. Right. Gardening together and getting excited about the crops that we're growing, even having a say in what we grow. You know, I ask these people, what should we put here? I've got this much room. What do you guys think we should grow? Mm -hmm. I think with the amount of land that we're going to uh, be able to plant next year, we'll be able to add more families Mm -hmm. in. So I'm very excited to see how that can grow next year and how we can be a larger gardening group.
1: Love it. Love it. Um, okay. So as far as uh, helping out right now getting onto that list, do they just go social media pages? How do you want I them to I think it's get the
0: easiest? They can also email me at garden at ccmeridian.org. Okay. That will come to me as well, and I can give them additional information. Best thing to do is probably just to come out and join us for one of the group gardening nights and see see the garden itself. Sure. Uh, get to meet us. Obviously, you're out there almost just as much as I am. See if it's the right fit right. for you and your family, if it's something you might want to do next year. Uh, some people get really excited about having access to the organic veggies. Some just simply want to come and be a part of something bigger. Sure. Than themselves Help and their the home garden. And, that sort of thing. and see the food go out and see the flowers go out and see people be blessed. And we hope that the garden produces hope for mm-hmm. people. You know, we have hope uh, as Christians and we live with that and we want that to be a part of everything that we do. So, right. whatever our hands find to do, we want it to point to the hope that we have in Jesus mm-hmm. and what gives us joy in life. So, right. That's the goal of the garden.
1: Love it. Love it. Um, okay. So what else are you in need of? I mean, you you mentioned a tractor. Um, if there's somebody hint, out there that hint. wants to give you a tractor, that, <laughs> we dig it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, seriously, in, you know, whatever practical things is there, are there things, whether supplies aspects, um, you know, I don't know if somebody wants to just, Hand There's over money, but can always they bring things. things. Uh, what things are you in need of, though? Practically speaking, that people can uh, just take from their supplies and, yeah. and bring you. Is there anything in that realm?
0: We would love to add some more seating at the garden in different spots. We'd love to put a little uh, bistro set near the flowers, more chairs in the grapevine and orchard area so people can come, like I said, enjoy a morning cup of coffee, you know, sit with their kids. Umbrella stands, um, umbrellas themselves, mm-hmm. things that just add some ambiance, you know, some shade to the right. garden.
1: There's uh, almost no shade out there right yeah, now. Yeah, so.
0: until things begin to grow, mm-hmm. it's pretty sunny and hot, which is good for sure. the vegetables. We're always in need of things like cattle panels and T-posts and uh, new tools that, you know, aren't completely worn out. Mm-hmm. Uh Even small things like gloves, you know, and uh, gardening aprons and things that we just, we go through really quickly and notice that everything's got holes, you know, after a growing season. So there's always ways that people can donate to the garden and help
1: out. Sure. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me a little bit. I like having you here. So, uh, but uh, the Corner Garden, so located uh, 10 Mile and Eustick, if you want, or in that vicinity at least, uh, just behind Maverick. So if you want any more information, you want to get a hold of my wife, Nellie, you can go to uh, CCM underscore garden, which on is on Instagram. Instagram, or on Facebook is the Corner Garden. Correct. Right? Um, And just uh, message her there and we'll get you in touch and uh, and see if we can get your help out there. So love to have you guys out there. Love to meet you. And uh, we would love to just have you be a part of this awesome community garden that uh, no one's been doing. It's really been a blessing for what I've been able to be a part of and uh, help out out there. Uh, Been a lot of fun. So thank you. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Give us a subscribe and uh, we'll talk to you next week.